Welcome back to Koinonia. I'm Pastor Maurice Chavez, and this is 1360 KPXQ Faith Talk Radio. And we are in the studio talking about the measure of a man as a father. And uh, we've been talking about where men are, where men or fathers are falling short, and uh, what are some expectations of fathers uh, to be uh, a good father. And so now I want to talk. We want to talk about what you can do, what you can do to be uh, a great father. Um, I'm, and I'm sure there's probably a, a ton of of things that we could probably list for you. We don't have yes. the time to do that, but we're going to give you a few that we were talking about that we think that um, would really be best. Uh, and I'm going to start with teach. Be a be a teacher to them. Yes. Be a, you know, if you want to be a great father, be a teacher. Teach them to fish. Teach them to do the yard work. Teach them to fix a car. Uh, teach them. Um, uh, teach them the word of God. Mm-hmm. Teach them to pray. Right. Yes, you know. Sir. So um, you, you were mentioning to me about uh, prayer. Your father was teaching you how to pray. Um, yes. When we were young children, and this is even in the like we were saying in the Catholic sense, one of the things that my father would do is we were driving to school. He was dropping us off. The first thing he did in the car is he would start to pray, and that stayed with me. Even in my right now, how I look and approach my father or how I look at situations, he turned to a strength. He prayed for the saints. He prayed for his friends around him. But my father, from the time he got in the car, and we, you know, some of our times, our our trips to to this, this was a 35, 40-minute thing, and we prayed with him. He'd have us join him in his prayer. Mm. That was a lasting moment. Again, that's, we remember that from seven years old. Wow. That's a, to me, and I did the same thing with my sons. One of the things I did when I was using the Lord's Prayer, for example, and I was explaining to him why we were praying, not to pray redundantly, mm-hmm. but why, where are we turning? Where are we turning for our source? Right, right. Well, it's important to teach your kids, to teach them the Word. Yes. Um, you know, you might say, well, you know what, Pastor? I mean, I'm really not, uh, I'm not a pastor, but uh, I want to tell you that Technically, you are um, your your kids, your home, your family is your congregation. Your ministry. Um, you know, maybe you're not a pastor per se, per se but maybe but your your children are your church. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean you stay home from church and just strictly pastor them, but that you that you are what you invest in them. You're preparing them to enter the house of the Lord so they can receive. And what are they getting from you? Or are they only getting it from church? Are they only getting what they need from school? Uh, when our daughter Jasmine was in school, um, they were uh, it was a charter school, and they were telling us about you know well we, we're a charter school we're not a we're not a Christian school we want you to know that we don't you know we don't have Bible studies and stuff like that and I said that's a that it's okay I said you guys you guys do take care of the the, the math and the writing and the arithmetic and I'll take care of, you take care of the three R's mm-hmm. you know and I'll take care of uh, I'll take care of the spiritual stuff on my daughter's side I'm 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 her spiritual influence in her life. And so, you know, it's important to teach, teach our children. And that's where patience comes in because yes. you have to have patience because sometimes they don't always learn right away. And it's not a classroom setting where you sit down and you draw it on a marker board or whatever, but you just sit, you know, they learn by another thing, which is be an example. Yes, sir. They, wa- they learn by watching us, you know. And like you said, you know, your dad was, your dad was, would pray with you and pray with you guys in the car and he would have you, re- you know, repeat after him and he would teach you to pray. Yes. Um, I grew up, um, and there was not a morning that I would wake up and uh, go down, uh, go go to the next room or go to the living room, and there was my father on his knees praying and talking to God. 
Um, and I learned that from a young age. I saw my father always seeking God. Uh, even in the most difficult times, uh, I saw him trusting God. And it was through that that I learned that I could stand on the Lord uh, and trust in God, uh, even in difficult times, um, that I wanted to give up. In the times that I wanted to give up, my father was always very patient in in that regard, in teaching me how to pray and how to study the Word. He taught me what he knew and what he was good at, you know, and, and that those, those were things that he knew and he was good at. So, you know, so teach your kids. Uh, be an example. The way you teach them is by being an example. Yes. Um, but you also teach them by investing in them. Yes. You know, so, uh, you know, in what ways did your father invest in you? Um, by uh, One of the investments was a, a teaching process. He taught me at a very young age to, my father was a chef. Oh, wow. And, and, uh, oh, and you make some great cakes. So. <laughs> and, and that was the result, the mm-hmm. result of that art form. But it was my father was an artist. He was a sculptor. And, and what I learned, what he did is invest time in me by even as a kid where people would say, well, he's, he's working and, you know, he needs to get his job done. But actually what he did is he taught us along the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, it allowed me, what he was trying to do is teach me a profession. Oh wow! That was his head goal, and uh, well, isn't that that's biblical though? Because I mean, look at Jesus mm-hmm. was not only the son of a carpenter. It wasn't like Jesus was sitting around playing on Game Boy and decided <laughs> he wanted to be a you yes. know or, or a PS two or a PSP or whatever they call him today. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he and and then waiting until you know, oh, all of a sudden he had this epiphany that he was supposed to be the savior of the world. He was his father Joseph. Yes. Joseph, his earthly father, was showing him a craft, and that's what fathers did. Is they were they were responsible for teaching their children the word of God and the family the family business exactly you know so Peter James Peter James and John were, fisher. uh, were fishermen right. and they were you know the James and John were the sons of Zebedee you know that wasn't their mom that was their son that was their dad they yes. were so they they were taking on they were learning the family craft and not I mean I understand kids don't always want to. You know, I don't. I never wanted my children to be pastors per se, and there's nothing wrong with being a pastor. Uh, you know, but I want them to discover that for themselves. I right. want them to feel that that's what God wants them to do. But whatever it is, if they want to be in ministry and want to be a pastor, then I'm going to teach them to be the best pastor that they can possibly be. Exactly. You know, and invest in that. You know, in that way. Um, so you know, we talk about you know, uh, you know, I think a, a crucial one in teaching your children is also believing. Exactly. Believing in them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can't tell you the many times that, that, you know, I've heard kids tell me, having been a youth pastor years ago, many years ago, <laughs> that, <laughs> you know, um, I, don't, I don't look old. I just, you know, I look young, but, but I'm actually an old soul. So, um, you know, but I remember ch- kids coming to me and telling me, you know, I wish my parents would believe in me. You know, they, I, they don't believe in me enough to... to, to to invest that time. To invest that time in me or to teach me. Uh, they don't think that I can learn it. And so it's it's important to believe in your children, to, to, to say, hey, you know what? Uh, let's teach you this. Let's show you this and, and walk you through. Um, I was uh, helping my future son-in-law change out the brakes on his car and uh, something his father hadn't taught him yes. how to do. And so, you know, I told him that so when my father taught me, the first thing that my father did was, you know, he helped, had me sit there and hold the light and showed me and talked with me about how it, how it changed out the brakes and how this and what happens if this. And he just talked me all the way through it. The next time we had to do it, he had me come with him and he uh, had me help him loosen the bolts. And he had me, you know, he was there with me to kind of help add strength because there's some things that I was still trying to get loose. I couldn't get out. I didn't have the strength to do it. 
but he showed me that way. And then the third time that we had to change out the brakes, he says, I'm just going to sit with you and watch and see. And I'll only answer, I'll only show you if you, if you ask me, but I'm not going to put my hands on it. You're going to do all the, the whole work. And so, you know, by about the third time that we changed out the brakes on our car, I had, I had the, the, the concept down, you know, uh, and I learned how to fix cars, how to fix things around the house, how to be very handy in the home because of those things that my father invested in me in the, that way um, and taught me. And, but he believed in me enough to do that. And to this day, my dad, is st- he still believes in me. Um, he still believes in me. I, I don't think there's a day goes by that he doesn't brag about me somewhere <laughs> to, yes. to someone. But mm-hmm. and I'm like, Dad, don't do that. You know, <laughs> um, for me, I don't like people to be bragging about me. But but my dad, you know, he believes in me. He mm-hmm. believes in, in in what God has called me to be and God God has called me to do. How how did your dad believe in you? Um, towards the end, because I was as I was sharing, I was um, I wasn't saved and I didn't grow up in a Christian home that much. And I, I went out on the limb. Most of my life, but towards the end, before my father passed away, he saw that I had gotten back and uh, he started to praise me, even though all the hurts I brought to the house, Mm. he started back and saying, look, my son remembered what I showed him. Mm. It was something that he could look at the rest of the family, friends and goes, he's the only one that ever worked with me. He's the only one that stood by me, regardless of what he did in his life. He knows what I went through in this business. Mm. And he remembered that. That touched me, and I remember that. Um, I see certain traits like that within my sons. I don't expect them to follow in my steps. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah wants to. I right. believe that he does. Um, but believing in him, for example, Stash Michael is a great athlete, mm-hmm. and I believe that he he has the ability to teach the trait that he knows how to do his cardio. Or you saw some of the the photographs that he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, gymnastics is is you know it's, it's almost it's, natural for him it is it's it's scary <laughs> it's I, you know um but they both have this thing that they want to show others what they know right they want to teach and that's good yes and, and that's good and that probably comes from the fact that you invested in them yes as well so well uh, you know we're uh I pastor Phoenix World Outreach uh downtown Phoenix 1601 Grand Avenue in Phoenix Arizona and uh, this coming Sunday, we are honoring fathers. Uh, every father that comes is going get to get, uh, get a gift, get a free gift. Um, they're going to get a free DVD of a, move, of, a, of a sermon that I preached last Father's Day called based on the movie The Monuments Men mm-hmm. um, and how we need to be men that are preserving the, the legacy and the generations to come. And, uh, and they're also going to get a, little, a free uh, measuring tape. Yeah. You but know, can I can I intercede one thing? As the father of the house, we also are going to honor you because you've been thirty years. Thirty years, yeah, some, thirty years in ministry. Been thirty years in ministry, uh, preaching the gospel. That deserves honor, sir. So, well, thank you very much. It's it's uh, you know I wouldn't be there if my father didn't believe in me. Amen. To do that, so but that is this Sunday at Phoenix World Outreach, uh, and we would love for you if you're listening to this program, we'd love for you to come and join us. Once again, that's uh, Phoenix World Outreach, located at sixteen oh one Grand Avenue in. Phoenix, Arizona, 85007. Eight, Almost yeah. said my, my home address. Um, <laughs> you know, people showing up at my house, but not the church. <laughs> um, service time starts at 1030 a.m. Yes. Um, we are a bilingual church, uh, so, you know, you're going to get uh, English and Spanish both uh, translated at the same time. So hopefully that doesn't affect you in being able to come and listen. But we would love to have you come, and every, every father present gets a gift. Um, and we would love to invest in that. So I, I am so pleased and so elated about, you know, 
this topic about fathers. As a matter of fact, I want to be able to continue to invest in fathers. So we're so glad that you tuned into the program today for Koinonia. I've been in for uh, Tom Brown. So glad that he let me come in and fill in for him. So we thank you so much for tuning in today. Continue to tune in again. 1360 KPXQ Faith Talk Radio, connecting faith and life. God bless you. Thanks for listening.